Chapter 16, The Slime of Dracula It was the ugliest, most frightening creature that Tim Bradley had ever seen, and it was staring him right in the face. I'm going to eat you, the thing said, and Tim believed it. Its mouth dominated its body and was plenty large enough to swallow both Tim and Simon Belmont in one crunching gulp. To make matters even worse, it had the worst case of halitosis that Tim had ever experienced. Its breath smelled like Tim's big brother's gym bag. It trembled before them like a mound of mud and leaves, dripping and slobbering. The duo were in Belasco Marsh. Things had gone well, just as Simon had predicted. They had discovered Dracula's heart in Rover Mansion and added it to their collection, safely tucked away in Simon Belmont's bag. Then they added Dracula's brain. They also found directions to their next destination. Unfortunately, they had to go through Belasco Marsh to get there and landed in this spot of trouble. I, said the creature, shivery and quaking like some mutant mold, am Slimy Bar Sinister, and you are dead. The thing had simply risen up out of a large pool of fetid water just seconds ago. From the look of it, it meant business. Serious business. I'm afraid that I shall have to take issues with that proclamation, said Simon. Taking a step back, he pulled out the chain whip and snapped it at the monster. The whip sliced through the thing called Slimy Bar Sinister with a loud snap. An eyeball rolled out of the mass and plopped right in front of Tim, staring up with alarm. Yow said Slimy Bar Sinister. Why did you do that? With a grunt, it slipped out a tentacle, grabbed a hole of the eye, and stuck it back into its face. We have every right to defend ourselves, said Tim. After all, we don't particularly want to be eaten. You don't? No, of course not. Don't be silly, said Simon. Now, if you don't dive back to where you were, I intend to promptly send you back to your home dimension. Hmm. The thing rolled its eye thoughtfully. Count Dracula told me that you would quite enjoy being eaten. I was rather looking forward to it myself, though I must admit that I have never eaten a human before. The thing was truly huge, and Tim could see that whip and sword or no whip and sword, he and Simon were not far from a trip down the thing's gullet. Oh, you wouldn't like it, not at all. No, why not? We taste like fish. Yum. I do like fish. Dead fish? The very best kind. Tim thought feverishly. Actually, we taste like... Taste like chocolate! Tim winked desperately at Simon. Come on, old boy. Understand this one. Slimy Bar Sinister wrinkled the appendage that Tim presumed to be his nose. Chocolate? What is that? Believe me, Slimy, said Simon, with a face of such seriousness that only a hero of Simon's magnitude could conjure it up. You don't want to know what chocolate is. This statement, and the clear sincerity in which it was spoken, had a profound impact upon Slimy Bar Sinister. The creature, before a sickly green and chartreuse in color, abruptly turned shades of blue, red, and purple. His skin rippled like old pudding. You see, Slimy, you want absolutely nothing to do with eating us. Dracula lied to you. We're totally indigestible. Tim stepped forward bravely, holding out his hand. Here you go. Have a lick if you want. Taste test. The creature quivered back like an amoeba. No! Get away, you foul, disgusting creature, it said. Don't touch me. Ugh! You had best watch out, thing, said Simon, waving his whip threateningly. 
else he will tell a silly joke, or worse, make a bad pun. This was simply too much for Slimy Bar Sinister. No, please, anything but that. Why did the monster cross the road, snapped Tim. Slimy Bar Sinister slunk back, holding out his tentacles to ward off his attackers. No, please. You must tell us where the next piece of Dracula is, commanded Simon. And while you're at it, why don't you tell us what the next piece of Dracula is? Why, it's Dracula's eyeball, of course, said Slimy Bar Sinister. And it's in Bram's mansion, of course. Just take the lower path yonder. He pointed over to a weed patch. What else can you tell us? demanded Simon. You need not have feared me. I see you have laurels. Merely wear them beneath your undergarments, and no creature of these woods can harm you. Sounds kind of itchy to me, but maybe it's worth it. Can I go now? Yes, of course you can go, said Tim. Scoot, skedaddle, vamoose. The floppy creature took three wobbly steps, then jumped back into the sludge. So much for that joker, said Tim Bradley, brushing his hands symbolically. Yes, quite true, said Simon. Yet, why do I have the feeling that things might not go so well in the future? A shiver raced up Tim Bradley's spine. He knew somehow that Simon Belmont was right. 